Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. If I stay in faith, well then what is true in the spirit man will become true in the physical realm. Jesus has provided everything. We just have to know how to appropriate it in our own lives, in our heart. When Jesus says it is done, it was done for me too. And now here's Andrew. Welcome to our Wednesday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. I'm drawing to the end of a series that I've been doing for six weeks, teaching on You've Already Got It. This is a book that I have out. I've got study guides. I've got CDs and DVDs. And this coming Friday is going to be my last day to teach on this on television. And so I encourage you to please get these materials. I tell you, this is some of the most important things that the Lord has ever shown me. And this is something that the average person doesn't think about what they already have in Christ. They look at themselves in the natural realm. They search their physical surroundings and they search their mental, emotional part. And if they can't perceive healing, peace, joy, wisdom, knowledge, whatever, well, then they just assume that it doesn't exist. And so they approach God and ask God for healing, ask Him for wisdom, ask Him to take away their pains and all this kind of stuff, when the truth is that in the spirit realm, you already have everything that you could ever need. The fullness of the Godhead dwells in you bodily. You don't need God to give you anything else. You just need to believe what He's done and release it. And this week, I've been teaching about how some people say, well, yeah, that's true, but that's the problem. I just don't have any faith. Well, just like everything else, you were given the supernatural faith of God when you got born again. You don't need more faith. You need to, first of all, just believe that you have faith, renew your mind to how faith works. I've talked about this briefly. I've got other teaching that goes into more detail on this. But there are dozens of laws that govern how faith works. One of them I've talked about is it's voice activated. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. Another one is faith without works is dead. James chapter 2. You've got to act on what you say you believe. You've got to speak what you say that you believe. And so there's a lot of other things. But you already have faith. You don't need more faith what you need is less unbelief. Now that may not ring your bell, but that's what I'm going to be dealing with through the rest of this week. And if you can understand what I'm talking about, this will transform your life. In the 17th chapter of the book of Matthew is an instance where Jesus went up on the Mount of Transfiguration. He took Peter, James, and John, three of His disciples up there, and as He prayed, He literally began to radiate light. You know, Moses was in the presence of God for 40 days and 40 nights, and he reflected the presence of God. The glory of God shone on his face, but it wasn't coming from him. It was being, it was reflected off of him. But Jesus was the glory of God, and he just, in a sense, his body was like a curtain that veiled who he really was. And when he was in the presence of God, worshiping God, it's like he just pulled back that curtain and light began to radiate out of him. His garments became so white, it wider than anything on earth could produce. And Peter, James, and John saw this. They saw Jesus glorified. And then the Shekinah glory of God, the cloud 
THAT OVERSHADOWED THE uh, TABERNACLE IN THE OLD TESTAMENT. IT CAME OVER THEM, AND AN AUDIBLE VOICE CAME OUT OF THIS CLOUD SAYING, THIS IS MY BELOVED SON, HEAR HIM. AND SO THIS IS WHAT WAS GOING UP, GOING ON UP ON THE MOUNTAIN. BUT WHEN THE DISCIPLES AND JESUS CAME DOWN FROM THE MOUNTAIN, uh, HIS REMAINING NINE DISCIPLES WERE DOWN AT THE BOTTOM OF THIS MOUNTAIN, AND THERE WAS A CROWD AROUND THEM, AND THERE WAS A TUMULT GOING ON. SO THAT'S THE BACKGROUND, AND IT SAYS IN MATTHEW CHAPTER 17, VERSE 14, AND WHEN THEY WERE COME TO THE MULTITUDE, THERE CAME TO HIM A CERTAIN MAN KNEELING DOWN TO HIM AND SAYING, LORD, HAVE MERCY ON MY SON, FOR HE IS LUNATIC AND SORE VEXED. YOU KNOW, I'M READING FROM THE KING JAMES, AND I LOVE THE KING JAMES, BUT SOME OF THESE WORDS, LIKE LUNATIC, TODAY, THAT JUST MEANS SOMEBODY WHO'S CRAZY, SOMEBODY WHO'S LOST THEIR MIND. The, IF YOU STUDY THIS OUT IN THE ORIGINAL, LOOK AT ANY OF THE OTHER TRANSLATIONS, THIS IS TALKING ABOUT THAT THIS BOY HAD SOME TYPE OF SEIZURES. IT WOULD BE SIMILAR TO EPILEPSY OR SOMETHING LIKE THAT. AND SO THAT'S WHAT IT'S TALKING ABOUT. IT SAYS, AND HE'S SORE VEXED, FOR OFTENTIMES HE FALLETH INTO THE FIRE AND OFT INTO THE WATER. AND I BROUGHT HIM TO THY DISCIPLES, AND THEY COULD NOT CURE HIM. NOW WE'RE GOING TO GO ON AND TALK ABOUT THE DISCIPLES ASKING JESUS, WHY COULDN'T WE CURE HIM? AND um, WE WILL DEAL WITH ALL OF THAT. BUT FIRST OF ALL, I JUST WANT YOU TO SEE JESUS' RESPONSE WHEN HIS DISCIPLES COULD NOT MEET THIS NEED. IT SAYS IN VERSE 17, THEN JESUS ANSWERED AND SAID, O FAITHLESS AND PERVERSE GENERATION, HOW LONG SHALL I BE WITH YOU? HOW LONG SHALL I SUFFER YOU? BRING HIM HITHER TO ME. JESUS RESPONDED TO THESE NINE DISCIPLES' INABILITY TO CAST A DEMON OUT OF THIS BOY AND EFFECT THE HEALING BY SAYING THAT YOU'RE FAITHLESS, YOU'RE PERVERSE. HOW LONG AM I GOING TO BE WITH YOU? INVOLVED IN THAT ANSWER, YOU CAN SEE THAT HE WAS TRYING TO TEACH HIS DISCIPLES TO DO THESE THINGS BECAUSE HE WASN'T GOING TO BE THERE FOREVER. HE WAS GOING TO BE GONE. HE WANTED HIS DISCIPLES. HE TOLD THEM, THOSE THAT BELIEVE ON ME, THEY WILL LAY HANDS ON THE SICK AND THEY SHALL RECOVER. HE WANTED THESE DISCIPLES TO BE SEEING THESE MIRACULOUS THINGS, AND YET THEY COULDN'T DO IT. AND INSTEAD OF HIM SAYING, GUYS, I'M SORRY, IT'S MY FAULT. I WASN'T HERE. I WAS UP ON THE MOUNT OF TRANSFIGURATION, BEING TRANSFIGURED, HEARING GOD SPEAK UNTO ME. I'M SORRY, BUT I'M HERE NOW. I'LL TAKE CARE OF IT. SEE, THAT'S THE WAY THAT A LOT OF PEOPLE WOULD RESPOND TO THIS. THEY JUST DON'T WANT TO... THEY DON'T WANT ANYBODY TO FEEL LIKE THERE IS SOMETHING THAT YOU ARE DOING THAT HAS STOPPED THE POWER OF GOD FROM FLOWING. MATTER OF FACT, I HAD A PASTOR HERE IN COLORADO SPRINGS COME TO ME. AT THE TIME, I WAS GOING TO THAT CHURCH, AND HE KNEW I TAUGHT ON HEALING A LOT. HE KNEW THAT I'D SEEN PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD. HE WAS GOING TO DO A SERIES ON HEALING, AND SO HE AND HIS uh, STAFF TOOK ME OUT TO EAT, AND THEY JUST STARTED GRILLING ME AND ASKING ME QUESTIONS. AND ONE OF THE QUESTIONS THEY ASKED WAS, uh, WHY ISN'T EVERYBODY HEALED? AND THERE'S MULTIPLE ANSWERS. IT'S NOT ONLY ONE, BUT ONE OF THE ANSWERS THAT PEOPLE AREN'T HEALED IS BECAUSE THEY DON'T BELIEVE. THERE ARE PEOPLE THAT DON'T BELIEVE IN HEALING. THERE MAY BE PEOPLE WHO ARE DESPERATE FOR IT AND CRY OUT FOR IT, BUT THEY DON'T BELIEVE FOR IT. AND SO I SAID THAT WAS ONE OF THE REASONS. THAT'S NOT THE ONLY REASON. AND I'M GOING TO DEAL WITH THAT IN THIS VERY PASSAGE OF SCRIPTURE. BUT WHEN I SAID THAT, HE JUST IMMEDIATELY GOT OFFENDED. I WOULD NEVER TELL A PERSON IT'S BECAUSE THEY AREN'T BELIEVING GOD THAT THEY DON'T GET HEALED. AND I SAID, I USED THIS PASSAGE, AND I SAID, WELL, THAT'S WHAT JESUS SAID. WHEN HIS DISCIPLES COULDN'T CAST THIS DEMON OUT OF THE BOY, HE SAID, YOU FAITHLESS 
AND PERVERSE GENERATION. THAT MEANS THEY DID NOT HAVE FAITH. THEY WEREN'T USING FAITH. JESUS TOLD HIM IT WAS BECAUSE OF YOUR FAITH, AND HE WASN'T PLEASED WITH THIS INABILITY. DID YOU KNOW MOST CHURCHES TODAY, IF A PERSON... LET'S JUST SAY THAT THIS WAS EPILEPSY. IF IT WASN'T EPILEPSY, IT WAS SOMETHING LIKE THAT, SOMETHING WHERE YOU HAVE SEIZURES AND IT THROWS YOU ON THE GROUND. IF A PERSON CAME TO THE AVERAGE PASTOR TODAY AND SAID, PASTOR, I'VE GOT THESE SEIZURES, WOULD YOU pray, PLEASE PRAY FOR ME? THE AVERAGE PASTOR WOULD NOT ACCEPT THAT RESPONSIBILITY. THE AVERAGE PASTOR WOULD SAY, WELL, HAVE YOU BEEN TO THE DOCTOR? ARE YOU TAKING MEDICATION? I'VE HEARD THAT THIS WORKS. YOU OUGHT TO TRY THIS. WE WOULD SEND PEOPLE SOMEPLACE ELSE. IF A PERSON CAME WITH uh, AN EMOTIONAL PROBLEM, a schizophrenia, SCHIZOPHRENIA, OR MULTIPLE PERSONALITIES OR WHATEVER IT IS, THE AVERAGE PASTOR WOULD SAY, WELL, HAVE YOU BEEN TO THIS PSYCHIATRIST? HAVE YOU TAKEN THIS MEDICATION? IF PEOPLE COME WITH FINANCIAL PROBLEMS, WELL, HAVE YOU BEEN TO THE BANKER? I'VE HEARD THAT THEY'VE GOT LOANS, YOU KNOW, THEY'VE GOT SPECIAL LOANS FOR PEOPLE IN YOUR uh, INCOME BRACKET AND STUFF. WE SEND PEOPLE TO THE BANKERS, TO THE PSYCHOLOGISTS, TO THE DOCTORS, WHEN JESUS EXPECTED THE BODY OF CHRIST TO MEET THESE NEEDS. MAN, DON'T EVEN GET ME STARTED ON THIS. I, OF COURSE, I'M THE ONE WHO'S GETTING ME STARTED ON THIS, BUT I'M SAYING I DON'T WANT TO GET STARTED BECAUSE I COULD SPEND MULTIPLE DAYS TALKING ABOUT HOW THE CHURCH HAS JUST NARROWED DOWN WHAT WE SAY TO ONLY PREACHING ABOUT HEAVEN AND HELL, AND IF YOU'LL BELIEVE ON THE LORD, YOU'LL, you'll GO TO HEAVEN WHEN YOU DIE INSTEAD OF TO HELL. AND WE DON'T DEAL WITH THEM. Uh, WE SEND THEM TO THE DOCTORS. WE SEND THEM TO THE BANKERS. WE SEND THEM TO THE LAWYERS. WE SEND THEM TO THE PSYCHOLOGISTS. WE AREN'T MEETING THE NEEDS OF PEOPLE, AND THAT IS NOT GOD'S WILL. IF THIS WAS WRITTEN TODAY, AND IF THE AVERAGE, YOU KNOW, PERSON CAME WITH SOME PROBLEM uh, TO the JESUS MINISTERS TODAY AND SAID, WOULD YOU PLEASE HELP ME TO RECEIVE MY HEALING, MY PROSPERITY OR WHATEVER, AND THE AVERAGE PASTOR COULDN'T DO IT, JESUS WOULDN'T SIT THERE AND SAY, GUYS, IT'S OKAY. I UNDERSTAND. YOU'RE 2,000 YEARS LATER. Uh, YOU KNOW, I DON'T DO THESE MIRACLES ANYMORE. NO, THAT'S NOT WHAT HE'D DO. I GUARANTEE YOU, HE'D SAY SOMETHING JUST LIKE HE DID. HE WOULD BE HIGHLY DISPLEASED WITH THE BODY OF CHRIST NOT MEETING THE NEEDS OF PEOPLE. AND BECAUSE WE AREN'T MEETING THE NEEDS OF PEOPLE, THE TEMPORAL NEEDS OF PEOPLE, HEALING, PROSPERITY, AND THINGS LIKE THIS, BECAUSE WE AREN'T DOING THIS, THE AVERAGE PERSON TODAY DOESN'T SEE THEIR NEED FOR GOD BECAUSE GOD HAS ONLY BEEN PRESENTED AS SOMETHING THAT WE HAVE TO DEAL WITH BEFORE WE DIE, AND THAT'LL DETERMINE WHETHER WE GO TO HEAVEN OR HELL. BUT THE CHURCH DOESN'T PRESENT GOD AS MEETING THE NEEDS OF PEOPLE TODAY. You, YOU DON'T GO TO GOD FOR HEALING. YOU GO TO THE DOCTOR. YOU DON'T GO TO GOD FOR PROSPERITY. YOU GO TO THE BANKER. YOU DON'T GO TO GOD IF YOU'RE HAVING AN EMOTIONAL PROBLEM. AND IF YOU'RE DEPRESSED OR DISCOURAGED, YOU GO TAKE A PILL. YOU GO TO A PSYCHOLOGIST. THE CHURCH HAS ADVOCATED THEIR RESPONSIBILITY, AND JESUS WASN'T PLEASED WITH IT THEN, AND HE'S NOT PLEASED WITH IT NOW. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S PEOPLE WATCHING THIS BROADCAST THAT YOU'RE SAYING, WELL, MAN, I'VE NEVER HEARD ANYBODY TALK THIS WAY. WELL, THAT'S THE REASON THAT YOU DON'T SEE MANY MIRACLES HAPPEN. IT'S BECAUSE WE'VE JUST DUMBED IT DOWN TO WHERE JESUS IS ONLY FOR YOUR ETERNAL DESTINY. HE DOESN'T MEET YOUR NEEDS TODAY, AND AS A RESULT, MOST PEOPLE AREN'T EXPECTING THIS, AND IF YOU DON'T BELIEVE FOR IT, YOU WON'T GET IT. YOU BELIEVE, YOU RECEIVE, YOU DOUBT, YOU DO WITHOUT. YOU DO HAVE TO BELIEVE IN ORDER TO RECEIVE WHAT JESUS HAS PROVIDED FOR YOU. ROMANS CHAPTER 5, VERSE 2 SAYS, WE HAVE ACCESS BY FAITH INTO THIS GRACE WHEREIN WE STAND. FAITH IS THE ADMISSION. IT'S HOW YOU GAIN ACCESS TO WHAT GOD HAS DONE. 
AND GOD HAS GIVEN US FAITH, BUT YOU'VE GOT TO USE IT. FIRST OF ALL, MOST PEOPLE DON'T EVEN KNOW WHAT THEY'VE GOT. THEY'RE ASKING GOD TO GIVE THEM MORE FAITH. AND THE FIRST TWO DAYS OF THIS WEEK, THAT'S WHAT I WAS TEACHING ABOUT, THAT YOU ALREADY HAVE THE FAITH OF GOD ON THE INSIDE OF YOU IF YOU'RE BORN AGAIN. YOU DON'T NEED MORE FAITH. YOU JUST NEED TO START ACKNOWLEDGING WHAT YOU'VE GOT AND USING WHAT YOU'VE GOT. SO JESUS REBUKED THEM FOR NOT BEING ABLE TO MEET THIS NEED. AND THEN IN VERSE 18, AND JESUS REBUKED THE DEVIL, AND HE DEPARTED OUT OF HIM, AND THE CHILD WAS CURED FROM THAT VERY HOUR. IN THE NEXT VERSE, IT SAYS, THEN CAME THE DISCIPLES TO JESUS APART AND SAID, WHY COULD NOT WE CAST HIM OUT? NOW THAT IS A GREAT QUESTION. I'VE JUST BEEN TALKING ABOUT ALL OF THESE THINGS, AND THE AVERAGE CHURCH TODAY, THEY DON'T EVEN BELIEVE THAT GOD DOES MIRACLES, AND EVEN THE PEOPLE WHO BELIEVE THAT GOD CAN DO A MIRACLE, THEY DON'T BELIEVE HE HAS DONE IT. THEY BELIEVE YOU HAVE TO ASK, AND THEN THEY JUST KIND OF WAIT TO SEE WHAT HAPPENED, AND IF NOTHING HAPPENS, WELL, THEN IT MUST NOT HAVE BEEN GOD'S WILL, AND IF THE PERSON GETS HEALED OR SOMETHING, WELL, THEN HALLELUJAH. BUT THEY DON'T TAKE RESPONSIBILITY. THEY DON'T RECOGNIZE THE AUTHORITY THAT GOD HAS GIVEN US, AND THAT'S THE REASON WE SEE SO FEW THINGS HAPPEN. SO MOST PEOPLE DON'T EVEN HAVE THIS QUESTION TODAY. IF YOU WENT TO THE MAJORITY, I MEAN THE MAJORITY, OVER 50% OF QUOTE-UNQUOTE CHURCHES, THEY WOULDN'T EVEN... THEY WOULDN'T EVEN PRAY FOR YOU. THEY'D SAY, WELL, GOD DOESN'T HEAL TODAY. WHY ARE YOU COMING TO ME? GO TO THE DOCTORS. THEY DON'T EVEN BELIEVE IN THIS. SO THEY AREN'T GOING TO HAVE THIS QUESTION, WHY COULDN'T WE CAST HIM OUT? AND THEN OTHER PEOPLE WHO BELIEVE IT CAN HAPPEN, BUT YOU NEVER KNOW WHAT GOD'S GOING TO DO. YOU JUST, YOU KNOW, GOD'S SOVEREIGN AND WHATEVER HE WANTS TO DO, it'll, THEY WOULDN'T ASK THIS QUESTION BECAUSE THEY'D THINK, WELL, IF HE GOT HEALED, IT MUST HAVE BEEN GOD'S WILL, AND IF HE DIDN'T GET HEALED, IT'S BECAUSE IT WASN'T GOD'S WILL. PEOPLE WHO BELIEVE GOD DOESN'T HEAL, PEOPLE WHO BELIEVE GOD, IT'S JUST UP TO GOD, AND WE HAVE NOTHING TO DO WITH IT, THOSE PEOPLE, AND I BELIEVE THAT THAT'S PROBABLY 75% OR MORE OF THE BODY OF CHRIST, THOSE PEOPLE AREN'T GOING TO ASK THIS QUESTION BECAUSE IT DOESN'T FIT THEIR THEOLOGY. FOR THEM TO SAY, LORD, WHY COULDN'T WE CAST HIM OUT? WELL, THEN THAT MEANS THAT THEY BELIEVED IT WAS GOD'S WILL FOR THIS HEALING TO TAKE PLACE, AND THEY BELIEVED THAT THEY HAD THE AUTHORITY AND POWER. YOU KNOW, I'VE QUOTED THESE VERSES ALREADY, BUT IF YOU TURN OVER TO MATTHEW CHAPTER 10, LET ME JUST READ THIS QUICKLY AGAIN IN, in VERSE 1. HE CALLED HIS DISCIPLES TOGETHER AND HE GAVE THEM POWER AGAINST UNCLEAN SPIRITS TO CAST THEM OUT AND TO HEAL ALL MANNER OF SICKNESS AND ALL MANNER OF DISEASE. IN THE GREEK, THAT WORD ALL MEANS ALL. IT MEANS EVERYTHING. EVEN A PERSON WHO HAS SEIZURES AND GETS THROWN INTO THE FIRE AND INTO THE WATER, ALL SICKNESS, ALL DISEASE. THERE'S SOME PEOPLE THAT BELIEVE GOD CAN HEAL MINOR THINGS LIKE A HEADACHE OR A LITTLE PAIN OR SOMETHING, BUT MAN, RAISING SOMEBODY UP WHO'S PARALYZED, uh, HEALING SOMEBODY WHO'S SCHIZOPHRENIC, uh, SOMEBODY WHO'S GOT MANIC, DEPRESSIVE, AND YOU KNOW, THEY JUST PUT LIMITS ON WHAT GOD CAN DO. BUT GOD GAVE THEM POWER OVER ALL SICKNESS AND ALL DISEASE TO CAST THOSE THINGS OUT. AND IF YOU WERE TO TAKE TIME TO READ IN MATTHEW CHAPTER 10, IT SAYS THAT THEY WENT OUT AND THEY CAME BACK REJOICING, SAYING, LORD, EVEN THE DEMONS ARE SUBJECT UNTO US THROUGH YOUR NAME. THEY DIDN'T ASK ANY QUESTIONS ABOUT WHY WASN'T EVERYBODY HEALED. THE VERY FACT THAT THEY DIDN'T ASK THE QUESTION IMPLIES THAT THEY SAW EVERY SINGLE PERSON HEALED. EVERY PERSON. AND THERE'S 
MULTIPLE TIMES. I FORGET NOW, BUT IT'S ABOUT NINE TIMES OR SOMETHING IN THE BOOK OF MATTHEW WHERE JESUS HEALED EVERY SINGLE PERSON, NOT JUST ONE OR TWO, BUT ALL PEOPLE WHO WERE PRESENT. AND IT IMPLIES THAT THESE DISCIPLES HAD USED THIS POWER THAT GOD GAVE THEM, AND THEY HAD SEEN DEMONS CAST OUT, AND THERE WAS NO QUESTION PRIOR TO THIS ABOUT WHY WASN'T EVERYBODY HEALED. SO THE VERY FACT THAT THEY'RE ASKING IT NOW SHOWS THAT THEY WEREN'T IN THAT CATEGORY THAT DIDN'T BELIEVE GOD DOESN'T HEAL. THEY WEREN'T IN THE CATEGORY THAT JUST BELIEVED THAT IT WAS UP TO GOD AND HE SOVEREIGNLY HEALED WHO HE WANTED TO AND WHO HE DIDN'T WANT TO. NO, THEY BELIEVED THAT THEY HAD AUTHORITY AND POWER. THEY HAD SPOKEN TO THIS DEMON. THEY HAD TRIED TO CAST IT OUT, AND YET THEY DIDN'T HAVE SUCCESS. SO WHY WAS IT? THAT'S THE QUESTION. AND THIS IS REALLY IMPORTANT THAT YOU UNDERSTAND. THESE AREN'T PEOPLE WHO WEREN'T BELIEVING BECAUSE IF THEY WEREN'T BELIEVING, THEY WOULDN'T HAVE HAD A QUESTION. THEY DIDN'T BELIEVE IT WOULD HAVE HAPPENED, SO THEY WEREN'T DISAPPOINTED. THESE WERE PEOPLE WHO BELIEVED THAT THIS COULD HAPPEN, AND YET THEY DIDN'T SEE IT HAPPEN. AND SO THEY ASKED THE QUESTION, WHY COULDN'T WE CAST THIS DEMON OUT? AND LOOK IN VERSE uh, 20. JESUS SAID UNTO THEM, BECAUSE OF YOUR UNBELIEF. HE DIDN'T SAY IT'S BECAUSE OF YOUR LITTLE FAITH. SEE, I'VE BEEN TEACHING THIS WEEK THAT WE'VE ALL BEEN GIVEN THE SUPERNATURAL FAITH OF GOD. WE DON'T HAVE SOME PEOPLE BIG FAITH AND OTHER PEOPLE LITTLE FAITH. NO, WE WERE ALL GIVEN THE EXACT SAME MEASURE OF FAITH. HE DIDN'T SAY IT'S YOUR LITTLE FAITH BECAUSE HE GOES ON TO SAY RIGHT HERE IN THIS NEXT PHRASE, HE he SAYS IT'S YOUR UNBELIEF, AND THEN THE NEXT PHRASE SAYS, FOR VERILY I SAY UNTO YOU, IF YOU HAVE FAITH AS A GRAIN OF MUSTARD SEED, TALKING ABOUT HOW LITTLE IT IS, MUSTARD SEED IS ABOUT THE SMALLEST SEED OF ANY OF THE HERBS THAT YOU CAN HAVE. AND he's, HE'S NOT SAYING THAT YOU HAVE TO HAVE GREAT FAITH. HE SAYS IF YOUR FAITH IS AS SMALL AS A GRAIN OF MUSTARD SEED, THAT'S ENOUGH TO SEE A MOUNTAIN CAST INTO THE SEA. SO HE'S NOT TALKING ABOUT LITTLE FAITH. I WILL ACKNOWLEDGE THIS, THAT THE NIV TRANSLATION SAYS THAT IT'S uh, BECAUSE OF YOUR LITTLE FAITH. BUT AGAIN, THE CONTEXT uh, PRECLUDES THAT THAT COULD BE WHAT HE'S SAYING. NO, HE'S NOT SAYING IT'S YOUR LITTLE FAITH. HE SAYS IT'S THAT YOU'VE GOT UNBELIEF. AND I WILL ACKNOWLEDGE THIS, THAT THE NIV DOESN'T EVEN PUT VERSE 21 IN THERE. THEY JUST CHOSE ON THEIR OWN VOLITION TO TAKE VERSE 21 OUT OF THE BIBLE. AND THERE'S A NUMBER OF OTHER PLACES THAT THE NIV JUST CHOSE TO OMIT THINGS. I'M NOT AGAINST THE NIV. I'M NOT AGAINST PEOPLE WHO USE IT. I KNOW MANY OF YOU WATCHING THIS PROGRAM PROBABLY USE THE NIV. IT'S BETTER THAT YOU USE IT THAN USE NOTHING. IF YOU CAN'T TRANSLATE THAT THE MEANS YOU, AND IF THAT'S TOO TOUGH FOR YOU, WELL, THEN USE THE NIV. BUT I LIKE THE the KING JAMES BECAUSE IT SAYS IT THE WAY I BELIEVE GOD COMMUNICATED IT, AND IT SAYS IT'S BECAUSE OF YOUR UNBELIEF THAT YOU COULDN'T CAST THIS OUT, NOT YOUR LITTLE FAITH. AND SOME PEOPLE THINK, WELL, WHAT'S THE DIFFERENCE? HERE'S THE DIFFERENCE. YOU CAN HAVE FAITH, AND ACCORDING TO WHAT I'VE BEEN TEACHING, YOU'VE GOT FAITH, THE SUPERNATURAL FAITH OF GOD, BUT FAITH CAN BE NEGATED THROUGH THE UNBELIEF THAT YOU HAVE. UNBELIEF IS FAITH, BUT IT'S FAITH IN THE WRONG THING. YOU KNOW, IF GOD SAYS THAT HE'S GOING TO MULTIPLY THINGS BACK TO YOU A HUNDREDFOLD IN THIS LIFE, MARK CHAPTER 10, AND I BELIEVE IT'S VERSE 30, THAT YOU'LL RECEIVE A HUNDREDFOLD IN THIS LIFE. AND THAT'S WHAT GOD SAYS. BUT YOUR BANK ACCOUNT SAYS YOU'RE BROKE. 
AND YOU LOOK AROUND AND NOTHING SAYS THAT GOD IS GIVING WHAT YOU'VE GIVEN BACK TO YOU A HUNDREDFOLD AND STUFF. SO YOU ARE EITHER GOING TO BELIEVE WHAT GOD SAYS, THAT'S FAITH, OR YOU BELIEVE WHAT YOUR CIRCUMSTANCES SAY, THAT'S UNBELIEF. AND HERE IS A RADICAL THOUGHT THAT SOME OF YOU HAVE NEVER THOUGHT ABOUT. YOU CAN BELIEVE AND DISBELIEVE AT THE SAME TIME. IT'S NOT LIKE IF YOU WERE IN FAITH, THEN YOU AUTOMATICALLY HAVE NO UNBELIEF. AND IF YOU HAVE UNBELIEF, THEN YOU AUTOMATICALLY HAVE NO FAITH. JESUS DIDN'T TELL THEM IT'S but NOT BECAUSE YOU don't HAVE LITTLE FAITH OR YOU DON'T HAVE ANY FAITH. HE SAYS IT'S YOUR UNBELIEF. YOUR UNBELIEF CAN NEGATE THE FAITH THAT YOU HAVE. I'M GOING TO EXPLAIN THIS A LOT MORE ON TOMORROW'S PROGRAM, BUT REAL QUICKLY, LET ME JUST USE THIS ILLUSTRATION THAT IF YOU HAD A WEIGHT RIGHT HERE IN FRONT OF ME, LET'S SAY THAT YOU HAD A WEIGHT THAT WAS AS BIG AS THIS TABLE, BUT IF YOU HOOKED A HORSE UP TO ONE SIDE AND IF IT HAD ENOUGH POWER TO PULL AND DRAG THIS WEIGHT, WELL, THEN THAT WOULD BE GREAT. BUT IF YOU HAD A HORSE OF EQUAL SIZE PULLING IN THE OPPOSITE DIRECTION, EVEN THOUGH BOTH OF THEM WERE EXERTING TREMENDOUS FORCE ON THIS WEIGHT, THE NET EFFECT WOULD BE ZERO. NOTHING WOULD MOVE BECAUSE THEY COUNTERBALANCE EACH OTHER. THEY NEGATE EACH OTHER. AND SEE, THIS IS WHAT HAPPENS. YOU DO HAVE FAITH. IF YOU ARE BORN AGAIN, YOU ARE GIVEN THE SUPERNATURAL FAITH OF GOD. NOW, YOU MAY NOT KNOW IT'S THERE. THAT'S THE FIRST STEP. YOU CAN'T USE WHAT YOU DON'T BELIEVE YOU HAVE. AND ONCE YOU EVEN BELIEVE THAT YOU DO HAVE SUPERNATURAL FAITH, YOU'VE GOT TO LEARN THE LAWS OF HOW IT WORKS. AND SO THERE IS VARIANT AMOUNTS OF FAITH THAT PEOPLE OPERATE IN, NOT BECAUSE GOD GAVE VARIANT AMOUNTS OF FAITH, BUT PEOPLE USE DIFFERENT AMOUNTS OF FAITH PROPORTIONAL TO THEIR KNOWLEDGE. AND SO, BUT YOU DO HAVE FAITH, BUT IF YOU DON'T UNDERSTAND SOME THINGS AND IF YOU ARE OPERATING IN FEAR, THAT FEAR CAN NEGATE, IT CAN COUNTERBALANCE, JUST LIKE THESE TWO FORCES TRYING TO MOVE A WEIGHT. AND SEE, A LOT OF PEOPLE DON'T UNDERSTAND THIS. WHEN THEY COME UP AGAINST SOMETHING THAT THEY NEED A MIRACLE, THEY JUST GO TO PRAYING AND SAYING, OH, GOD, I'M BELIEVING YOU FOR THIS, AND THEY TRY AND BUILD THEIR FAITH, BUT THEY DON'T DO ANYTHING TO DEAL WITH THEIR UNBELIEF. YOU KNOW, I WISH I HAD TIME RIGHT NOW TO SHOW YOU SOME OF OUR VIDEOS THAT WE'VE GOT OF PEOPLE WHO WERE MIRACULOUSLY HEALED, LIKE GINA BOOP IN PHOENIX. THIS WOMAN HAD A BRAIN ANEURYSM. THEY SAID SHE WOULDN'T LIVE, AND IF SHE DID LIVE, SHE'D BE A VEGETABLE. AND YOU CAN LOOK, YOU CAN GO TO OUR WEBSITE AND LOOK THIS UP. AND BUD BOOP, HER HUSBAND, MAN, HE GOT VIOLENT STANDING AGAINST UNBELIEF. HE REFUSED TO ALLOW ANYBODY TO SPEAK UNBELIEF. HE EVEN TOLD THE DOCTORS. HE, he DID IT POLITELY. APPRECIATE WHAT YOU'RE DOING, BUT IF YOU'VE GOT ANY OTHER NEGATIVE THINGS TO SAY, YOU CAN LEAVE THE ROOM AND SAY IT SOMEPLACE ELSE. THE SAME THING HAPPENED TO SCOTT PETERSON, WHO WAS IN A WRECK WHERE HE WAS HELPING A PERSON ON A, a, a SNOWY DAY AND A CAR PLOWED INTO HIM AND CAUGHT HIM IN BETWEEN THE TWO. THEY SAID HE WAS GOING TO LOSE HIS LEGS. That HE DIED AND WAS REVIVED NUMBERS OF TIME, AND HIS WIFE, I MEAN, THEY BECAME VIOLENT ABOUT STANDING AGAINST THAT OPPOSITION. YOU CAN GO TO uh, TRINA uh, PORTER, uh, ALISTAIR AND TRINA PORTER OVER IN ENGLAND, AND HE FELL OFF OF A ROOF, HAD A BRAIN INJURY, AND SHE STOOD AND TOLD THAT DOCTOR, YOU ARE GOING TO DO THE BEST SURGERY YOU'VE EVER DONE, AND SHE HAD TO STAND AGAINST UNBELIEF. AND I COULD GO ON AND ON AND ON AND ON. PEOPLE HAVE FAITH, BUT THE AVERAGE PERSON WILL NOT TAKE A STAND AGAINST UNBELIEF, AGAINST SOMETHING THAT OPPOSES THEIR FAITH. THEY'RE TOO WEAK. THEY'RE TOO POLITE. YOU NEED TO GET VIOLENT AND STAND. 
AND THIS IS WHAT THIS IS TALKING ABOUT. IT WASN'T THAT THEY DIDN'T HAVE FAITH, IT'S THAT THEY HAD UNBELIEF, AND THAT UNBELIEF NEGATED THEIR FAITH. I'M OUT OF TIME TODAY, BUT I'VE GOT THIS BOOK. REMEMBER THAT THIS COMING FRIDAY IS GOING TO BE MY LAST DAY TO OFFER THESE MATERIALS OVER TELEVISION. SO PLEASE LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AS HE GIVES YOU INFORMATION ABOUT ALL OF THE DIFFERENT WAYS YOU CAN GET THIS TEACHING. TAKE ADVANTAGE OF IT. CALL OR WRITE TODAY. WE HOPE YOU WERE BLESSED BY TODAY'S EPISODE OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH. Andrew and Jamie wish to share their sincere gratitude for all the grace partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your generous partnership enables us to take the gospel, the nearly too good to be true news to the ends of the earth. May God richly bless you for your faithfulness. If you're not already partnering with Andrew Womack Ministries, we encourage you to join us in this great harvest today. Andrew's complete teaching titled, You've Already Got It, is available in a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. It's also available in a book and study guide in English or Spanish. Each of these products is available for a gift of any amount. Or you can get them in the You've Already Got It package. This package includes the book, the study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album. This package has a catalog value of $90, but you can get it today for only $60. Andrew's book, You've Already Got It, is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. And we encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. The neurologist comes in, he examines her and tells me, once we put the little hole in her head to relieve the pressure from the aneurysm, 10% chance she survives that. If she survives that, she won't come out of the operating room the next morning. I said, you know, those are great facts, but uh, Jesus Christ has healed her 2,000 years ago. She's going to be just fine. And he looked at me and said, do you understand what I'm telling you? My favorite part of being at Men's Advance was when all the men stood up in unity. You can't help but be moved by that. You know, it sometimes feels like you have to go through this alone. However, we're made as a body. At the conference, you can find peers, you can find like-minded Christians. Men out there, you gotta know, don't run alone. Men's Advance, don't run alone. The Karis Men's Advance, you never have to run alone. Before you were even formed in your mother's womb, God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis. Come on to Karis! The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. 
If you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. Every one of you were created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? Bring Karis with you wherever you go with our new Karis app. Free to download, the Karis app allows you to easily access everything Karis Bible College has to offer in one place. Receive exclusive grace content and explore unique Karis features. Watch or listen to archived resources and teachings. Follow along with the Bible reading plan or listen to the audio Bible. The Karis app brings everything in one place. Download your app today.